At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming down the aisle, it's time to farm. Who the hell are you to tell the chop anything? Yeah! He has broken it! And that's the bottom line. I've got the stop on profile like never before. Woo! Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with... Katie Dirks. Katie Dirks. It has been a stressful, difficult weekend for the wrestling business. We will discuss that on this episode <laughs> of Kind of Fun. This weekend was the opposite of Kind of Fun regarding hashtag speaking out. And I know Katie has a lot that she would like to say. Of course, throughout our time doing this show, Katie has been promoting a documentary that she was working on starring Joey Ryan. Uh, Joey Ryan, <laughs> of course... Uh, the uh, star of this weekend, uh, not for positive reasons. So we do want to clear the air on that. I know a lot of folks have reached out to us on social media, and social media is a very difficult place to have a conversation about these things. It's quite uh, you know definitive and one-sided and oftentimes uh, leads to more confusion uh, than uh, giving answers. So we want to kind of clear the air on that as far as wrestling news goes we do have fighter fest still coming up on july 1st however just to pile on to the bad news folks i'm sorry we want to be this show is called kind of fun we want to talk about yeah we're supposed to have fun wrestling's fun right wrestling's fun wrestling (laughs) is fun uh unfortunately some out of the ring activity has tarnished in ring talent which is quite sad in many Many ways. Fighter Fest, of course, is still happening. July 1st, Brian Cage versus John Moxley is the big ticket. Uh, however, Mox has said he's not showing up on AE, uh, AEW Dynamite uh, this week. He also, because of coronavirus. So we don't know if he's Everything also going sucks. to. Hey, that's the name of the episode. We might as well just brand it right now. <laughs> Everything is fucked. Um, so we don't know if Mox is going to make it to Fighter Fest. We really have no idea what that card is looking like. AEW, of course, in damage control, handling things uh, in their own way. And quite frankly, I will give AEW some credit in the way that they have handled some developments uh, over the weekend, um, handing out some discipline for some people that were sort of, um, uh, I suppose, more um, not not 
it, not in the vein of what Joey Ryan was going through, but people who are more on the periphery when it comes to the culture of professional wrestling yeah. and attempting to change the culture of professional uh, wrestling, specifically when it comes to how male wrestlers treat female wrestlers uh, regarding sexual assault, sexual harassment, things of that nature. So... Let's just start, Katie. I want to hear your thoughts on what's going on with Joey Ryan because we spoke over the weekend. You are, first of all, nine months pregnant. So I say, Lee, Katie, <laughs> you need to turn off everything oh until this baby God. is cooked and the, and the turkey is out of the oven because this baby can't be dealing with all this. There is a, it's been, so on, uh, on Thursday, so we recorded on Thursday last yes. week. And right as we finished recording, I started yep. getting text messages of like hey have you seen this going on and it's just from various wrestling industry people uh, a couple tweets popped up and we were like all right we'll keep an eye on it why why is it as soon as we finish and this happens with Abe Lincoln's top hat it happens with side stories any current event show we have as soon as we're like that was a good episode Nailed it. the world starts to burn the world was I'm kind of glad that it burned when it did because otherwise I probably would have had to apologize because my first reaction was, oh, everything will be okay. Everything's going to be right. okay. It can't be that bad. Um, right. And I minimized, like, my initial reaction was to, like, minimize all of the drama of, like, it's just Twitter being Twitter. It's wrestling fans being wrestling fans. Everybody's going after everybody. And then it started to grow. And then it started, right. I kept growing and it didn't stop going. And then, and then it became personal because we're realizing that the person that we've known on a personal level and is a what who we considered someone that we trust and is a friend of ours and we've we've been part of his narrative we've been part of the people that he's kind of groomed to push this narrative of this like hero and champion of wrestling and champion of women and intergender and the gimmicks just the gimmick and then it turned into like holy fuck wait whoa 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 uh, what like that's not the guy? All the stories coming out are isn't the guy that we knew. Right, right. And then and then we started to realize like James and I literally went through. We, at one point we I googled the the stages of grief because we were like hitting points at different times. Like he was angry at one point, I was angry at one point, and we're just mad at Joey for for fucking us basically. I'm like. And pl- and being, we were his, we were part of the narrative. We became right. part of his, his good guy persona, and we weren't the only ones. There's there's a ton of ev- like a lot of the big names that he was associated with were in the same camp of like Joey. No, he's weird and awkward and and like shy. Like we've never seen him right. interact like this because he never would do it in front of us. He would do it around people that he could get away with it right or thought he could get away with it yeah so you had so obviously as this news was coming out by the way i just have to tell the audience full disclosure if you hear a small dog crying no dog is being tortured (laughs) i had to get jerry neutered today he no longer has testicles i suppose apropos for what's going on uh or perhaps what what should be going on in some (laughs) ways uh, to professional wrestling um so if you hear a small dog crying he is wearing the cone of shame and that is jerry you can see his pictures on my instagram he is a cutie pie but he is also extremely loud all right so so cute so thursday it breaks you're getting all the text messages you're seeing everything come in on social media 
I mean, yeah. I know immediately, of course, my heart thinks of you. I think, I think of my friends. I think of how is this going to affect you know your life, not to mention all of the people that were involved, all of the victims mm-hmm. involved, all of the people who perhaps had their careers halted because uh, they, they did not do something that was requested mm-hmm. or they were forced to do something they didn't want to and no longer felt safe in the environment. That's that's the part that like enrages me. Like there's a personal element of it of right. like we're like we had literally just gotten an offer. For the on Monday, we had gotten we had a meeting, we had gotten an offer for the documentary on Monday. All Ugh. we had to do was make it to this week, and we couldn't do that. Right. So like, there's the there's like the personal monetary thing, but at the end of the day, like that's not that's not even a, that does that's not even a fraction of the impact that he had had on all of these women who have had who have either left the industry because of him or because of an interaction with him. Or their careers were hit a wall and they had to go elsewhere. Like, there's so many. It's it's kind of to me like my Louis C.K. argument of like, fuck you, you fuck so many people over by your actions and being so selfish. Right. And 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 you affected the careers. Like, no one knows they may not be in the industry. They left because of you. Because of you, they left. Like, that's the part where it just enrages me. Where I'm just like, fuck. Right. And realizing that over time and realizing how long we've had his back and we've been we've been like he's great he's like changing the game he's we're defending him right. and we're just on the front lines of this narrative that he had controlled for so long and we were part of this like manipulation of his brand and his image and it's it's heartbreaking to realize that yeah after you've like invested time and our personal time and money we traveled the world like to shoot him on our own dime like we went out of our way to do this and the whole point was because we wanted to tell like a fun story a fun wrestling story that didn't end in tragedy right which is just poetic yeah just poetic well that was your first mistake (laughs) that was your first mistake right there so um it has been it has been i would say this has been like the hardest weekend of our careers yeah but before I go too far and too far into this, what I don't want to do is uh, minimize the victims and the and the women right. uh, that have come out against Joey. Um, there have been upwards of 17 allegations, and there's probably going to be more against Joey Ugh. and his behavior. Um, so this, uh, this is really just me venting my point of view. I don't want to take away from their, uh, their bravery and the strength that it took just to say anything especially in such like a an industry with so many men right and so very few women and it seems it seems nearly every woman that's been in wrestling or been in the locker room has a story uh similar to this uh with someone they've the this behavior runs rampant in in independent wrestling and in wrestling in general right. so that's the one thing that i don't i don't want to minimize this isn't about me this this is more me venting about realizing a person that we knew that we were close with uh is capable of of such destruction within an industry yeah after you know preaching for so long that he's you know he's he's proud to help women in the ring and do all of these things so Right. That's the one thing I don't want to do. I don't want to take away from the victims or any of their stories. I also don't want to get into the specifics of any of their stories uh, because there's so many of them. I just don't want to do a disservice to uh, the strength that it took uh, them to speak out and and frankly change the game 
and and hopefully clear clear the locker room of one less predator. So, you know, I mentioned this when I was actually I was on uh, which I think it was Fox News or something talking about the Matt Lauer stuff. And I think my comments were something about how as a society, we are going through certain growing pains. We're maturing. We're figuring out how to uh, interact with each other. It seems crazy that we're going through this. Now, obviously, we had the Me Too movement, uh, 2017, and uh, and still, you know, going on to this day. Um, this was sort of the wrestling come to Jesus moment, yeah, uh, for the industry. Obviously, a male dominated inter- uh, industry, which does not mean that it should not be a safe spot. And of course, again. Um, there's a lot of people who are totally great. Like there's like, you know, if you look at the number of wrestlers and the number of people who are, you know, valid or, or people who are, you know, being um, targeted here mm-hmm. and, and rightfully so, there are some great wrestlers. You look at what's going on now, and this is sort of the sad irony when it comes to the women's revolution. You know, we have women's matches headlining WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. We have women's matches just in shows not bra and panty, not like, will they kiss or right. will they not kiss? Like, if she kisses her on the lips, she's the winner and Jerry Lawler comes. <laughs> like, we don't, it's not like that anymore. And so I think this is a good step to be positive. This is something that has to happen. This is something that has happened through many industries mm-hmm. now. Uh, this was just wrestling sort of having its moment of, hey, it's time for you to grow up as a business. We have the women's revolution happening in ring. Now we just need to see that outside of the ring as well. We need mm-hmm. to treat people with mutual respect. And so the positive here is when all of the dust settles on this, I really think the business is going to be changed for the better. These are just the hard pulling the Band-Aid off. You know, you have that initial sting, that initial pain, like, ah, like, wow, damn it, leave the Band-Aid on. But at the same time, to heal, you have to take the Band-Aid off. So on a positive note, I do think that this is going to be a net gain for the industry. You have to change behavior, and um, people will be doing that now that there is a different expectation that they have to live up to. Perhaps they didn't even think about these things, or maybe it was so normalized um, that they didn't assume they were doing anything wrong. Perhaps they did feel as if they were doing something wrong. I don't know. I can't speak for any of their souls or for their conscience. But this coinciding with the women's revolution, I think, is a very interesting thing because we have the in-ring movement, Mm -hmm. which, you know, led by Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, a huge uh, proponent of it as well. WWE really pushing uh, sort of trying to make amends for some of their sins of yeah. the past um, when it comes to in-ring wrestlers, female wrestlers being treated more like, you know, like exotic dancers. Nothing wrong with exotic dancers. <laughs> God knows I love exotic dancers. But um, but it's just that's it's a different it's a different genre. Yeah. It's, a, it's, an, it's an entirely different art form. So this kind of coincides with the social movement now happening and. On a positive note, I, I do think that this is going to lead to a safer, better wrestling industry. And hopefully, by the time everything opens up, by the time we're back to uh, normal, which we will be, Fossey, Dr. Fossey says uh, we should have a vaccine hopefully by end of 2020. Wrestling should be back. Let's hope. Hopefully, it's a safe spot for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I hope that. 
I I hope that this is just. I mean, I I would love to say that it's going to change overnight, but it's obviously not going to, and it's going to take some time. And there's going to be more allegations, and there's going to be more wrestlers who fall. And like we've, like I said, we've kind of been venting with all of our friends with uh, reported and unreported stories of other wrestlers that like we're just waiting. I'd love to be able to say we're weeding it all out actively, but it's going to be a slow process of it getting better. And the crazy part is that it, it like the industry hasn't been, it, its hands aren't clean of this ever happening before. It's just now. Right. I like, mean, this God, is, Jimmy Snuka killed his damn there's girlfriend. There's a reason there's a successful yeah. series called Dark Side of the Ring. Like there are. There right. are there has been patterns of this over history. This has been going on in the industry for such a long time. It's just now that women are are empowered and and feel hopefully feel safer enough to say stuff mm-hmm. about it. And it's so hard and so difficult and it's terrifying. But holy shit, like it needed to happen. And thank God that it happened when it did, because <laughs> otherwise we we would. Not on a on a personal level, we would be part of this narrative saying that this predator is a great guy, like right, like that, like that stuff. To me, we we've talked about it and we've thought about it. Like, oh well, we don't want to be we we don't want to be part of the we want to be part of the progress. Like that's the whole point of this. So right, but holy shit, what a fucking weekend! Yeah. Well, absolutely, <laughs> what a weekend indeed. And again, you know, we want to treat. Uh, each case individually and, and, you know, try to look at things um, through a uh, we you know, we don't want to have a, a crucifixion of, of people who who may be innocent. I feel like the Matt Riddle story is a whole nother crazy thing that sort of coincided with all of this. Obviously, we have Sammy Guevara, who, um, you know, made a rape joke about Sasha Banks. I think AEW was appropriate in the suspension. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, again, Sammy Guevara is a great example of how we can evolve mature and move forward he will be back in the wrestling ring um and things will be better once these things are now understood Mm -hmm. so you know hopefully the wrestling business is going to change for the better i think that it will yeah the women's revolution is still going strong and yeah it's just it's really it's really hard and it makes I feel you. I remember we were speaking over the weekend, and it's just, uh, what did James say? It was just like existential dread, or just he's, like what would he like, said? He's been he's been swimming in a pool of slow burning anxiety all weekend. Yes, <laughs> just so much anxiety out there, and um, you know. But the nice thing is, one of the things that have changed. I also think that men are listening now. Um, I think that without the women's in ring revolution, without men. And, you know, there's been men who are proponents of female wrestling for a long time. I mean, you look at Glow, you look at, you know, Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of good dudes out there. Um, Sometimes they have been overshadowed by, you know, sort of the... I don't want to shit on Jerry Lawler because I actually think he's quite funny. But let's just say the, 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 the people who might maybe not respect female athleticism right right this the misogyny is is run as runs deep it runs deep and i think now the voices that are the loudest are the ones who are like you know what dude i love the way that the rest female wrestling is slightly different than male wrestling yeah they can do different things it is but it's beautiful it's great and uh it's only getting better in ring so hopefully this just uh leads to a safer place and more more good wrestling for all of us to enjoy and 
If you want to get into the wrestling business, there's a lot of hurdles you have to go through, and one of them should not have to be uh, sexual assaults because uh, it's tough enough as it is, as the uh, MTV television show was called. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's been... It's been eye-opening, I think, more so than anything else of like, on a like I said, on a personal level, but also within the industry itself of realizing that this was happening more frequently than we thought it was. Like we knew there were bad actors, but we the worst ones would always wind up going away. Well, what do you also think as far as the rise of the indies, you know, because yeah. indies for the longest time. Uh, before all of the new technology, mm-hmm. before it was easier, quite honestly, to have a television show, uh, Impact, Ring of Honor. There's more outlets now for professional wrestling, bar wrestling. Mm-hmm. I think the indies also made it a little bit easier to sort of not be seen, you know, when it comes to these sorts of things and sort of keep things under uh, a rock. And now, obviously, we have a lot more light being shown on the indie scene, and I do think that that probably has something to do with it as well. I I suppose it really is, in a again, trying to be positive here, it does show the success of indie wrestling that people now give a crap yeah. about who these people are and what these people are doing. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's that's a great way to look at it. But there's there's an element we were James and I were talking about it. Like I said, we've been talking about this nonstop for. Five, since Thursday, last Thursday, yeah. Uh, the, there's I'm an just element. sad you can't have any booze. This would have been a good weekend oh, for mimosas look, and shit. wine coolers. I am telling you, this is between the pandemic and the work situation. Oh my god! This well, happening. That baby's, oh, that baby's almost 21 years old in there, isn't he? Can't you can't you start drinking when it's like nine months or he's something? Had, he's gone through stress. He's basically tw- he's gonna come out drinking. <laughs> he's like, Shit! It's gonna come off a, like a haggard detective who yeah. who lost the case that couldn't could never find the killer. Yeah. God damn it. Ah. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years... 
we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. But we, you think about indie wrestling and the successful promotions, the smaller successful promotions are essentially unchecked power. Like you have these guys that haven't, may or may not have been on the main rosters, open their own school, their own wrestling schools, open their own wrestling promotions, and they cultivate their, that's their world. They, they are in charge of this tiny little world that people are giving them money to go see other performers. And they're essentially the gatekeepers giving them uh, what we consider unchecked power within this little bubble. And that right, is what right. seems to have been, in, in Joey's case, kind of... I mean, he's been doing this for years, um, but as in the last couple of years, anyway, the success of bar wrestling and having this, you know, this anytime anyone goes in the ring with Joey, it goes viral because of his gimmick. Like, there's there's this power that he had. Absolutely. Uh, and And again... Uh, a power mixed with a level of respect, mixed with a level of you know having holding the key, being the being the uh, the gatekeeper. Yeah. Uh, when you have that kind of responsibility, and you know, just speaking from last podcast on the left personally, it has been a interesting journey now because obviously Henry Marcus and I we started in the basement of a Mexican restaurant, yeah, and slowly but surely you realize. Oh, you do have a little bit more power than you did, and and I remember talking with uh, Natalie and Henry about this maybe three years ago. It's such an honor to be on to be able to make a living in the arts is such an honor. Mm-hmm. It is not a right. It is not something that is just given to you at birth. I know it takes a lot of work on your end, but it's still just such an honor, and you have to treat it with respect mm-hmm. because when you have that kind of power. You have to recognize it, and you do have to realize your your the perception of you has changed. Yeah. So now people, whether it because I don't see myself as anything different than I was. I hang out at local bars. I hang out with people who just work for the city. I do not hang out with other entertainers <laughs> because they drive me insane. They're all batshit um, crazy. <laughs> well, it's just I can't keep up. Like I was, I was watching an interview with one of my comedian buddies on Instagram, and, and they were talking like, "What do you miss the most?" And he's like, "I miss being in the back table at the stand and hanging out with all the comedians." He's like, "There's nothing funnier than hanging out with comedians. Everyone gets going, starts winding up at each other." And I'm like, "That is sounds like a nightmare. nightmare. That is a nightmare. <laughs> I I cannot. I want to sit. I want to have normal conversations with people, um, and just." shit on sports just talk about sports Mm -hmm. i'd never want to do one-up conversation i hate it so much but you do have to realize and and uh when when you are someone you know in joey ryan's case who who runs uh his uh who runs a wrestling company last podcast on the left i'm a ceo now uh you do have to realize with that does become a perception of power and it does change how you have to engage with people obviously Mm -hmm. joey ryan is a whole that doesn't matter if you're if you're the lowest. If it doesn't matter if you're the janitor or the owner, mm-hmm. you can't be doing any of that stuff. But it is something that I think maybe these indie wrestlers or these indie wrestling company owners need to recognize that yeah. once you get to this level, it's like you are you have a choice to really you can really help people mm-hmm. or you can really hurt people. And mm-hmm. just please try to do the former. 
I mean, and I think in Joey's case, it was all it was all self-interest. Like he didn't it was there's like a level of sociopath that we've realized over the last few days that we've never seen or didn't even think of before that like he's he he always wanted to control his own narrative and he wanted bar wrestling to 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 basically, you know, rival PWG, which it did to a certain extent. Right. And and build it into his own brand, and he became that brand, and he became popular, and and again, and it's not like he's not popular. He was trusted, and a lot of people with a lot of success. Jericho loved him. Like there's a ton right. of people that loved him, and even in the beginning of this Thursday and Friday, we thought it was just gonna settle down, and maybe a couple of these were just like miss. And Thursday, it it his name was on a list. Friday, a couple accusations came out of him like. Of of flirting in a bar and aggressively flirting in a bar, and we we're like, okay, Joey, what's going on? He's like, it's just a misunderstanding. Everything's gonna be okay. And then like it just, and then and in in that like Thursday Friday time, we were like, okay, maybe this maybe that's what this is. Maybe he doesn't he he would never because he's always controlled the narrative around us. We've never seen you know what I mean. So right. he's always been the guy that we've said he's been yeah that's the crazy part to that point and this is not uh just kind of an extension of that idea you know someone you know their character by how they treat kitchen staff you know their character by how they treat the waiter you know their character by you know if do they know the name of like amato my man at carmines you know Mm -hmm. i know his story you know, Spanish dude, uh, Mexican dude. He has been he runs that entire place. But like, do they talk to people that do not have the power to give them anything with respect? Mm-hmm. And that is if you're out there. If I was a father, which I don't think I'll ever will be, except for to my dog who now doesn't have testicles. Your so obviously, puppy. I'm a horrible, horrible father. But that is to me the most important thing. And anyone can be nice to someone who has more power than them and who mm-hmm. wants to, who they think can give them something. But a, but character is being kind to those people that other people don't see. So mm-hmm. that, to me, is really one of those things that it is hard to know with somebody. I remember when, you know, um, when we started getting a little bit more successful, there were some people who were quite rude in the beginning. And then all of a sudden they're like, really nice. And they're looking mm-hmm. for And it's like, all right. I mean, I'll take it. I'm happy that you're being nice and everything. But I'll never forget that, like, oh, I know that you're kind of. I know who you are when I have nothing, and I know yep. who you are when I have something, mm-hmm. and I'm going to judge both of these things equally. I'm not going to, like, I understand. I get it. But at the same time, I think that's just one of those takeaways that we can have here as well, where if you see someone be rude to someone who has nothing, mm-hmm. uh, just assume that that is the true self. Yeah. And that's the, that's the, it's it's just been it's like I said it's just been eye opening of like learning somebody could yeah. be capable of the these like just predatorial behavior for so long and the, I will say the one thing that did bother me over the weekend when I was trying to I did take Twitter off my phone I did try to avoid you, honestly, it so you have to for your I mental tried, health please I try to stay away from it until we at least accepted it now we can like go back and and read some of this stuff but like once the because sh- the shit really hit the fan on on Sunday that's when everything seemed to just it, like I said the levees broke on Sunday Sunday everything came out there's no turning back the person that we've known is not the person that we know like that is 
we've been duped. Like we've been we've been right. fooled just like all of these other wrestlers that had his back for so long. And that that's the part where it was like, oh, f- like fuck, what f- fuck, right. fuck, fuck, <laughs> like fuck you. Ugh. And again, what what James and I are, are going through and is isn't a fraction of the it doesn't take the fraction of a of the strength that it does to speak out against people like Joey and some of the other wrestlers and holding and holding the industry accountable and holding companies accountable and you know hopefully cleaning up right. cleaning up more of the of the bullshit we've just been passengers on this shit show of a weekend realizing the person that we knew uh took advantage of us but more importantly took advantage of uh, of of other people yeah. and the psychological damage and the physical damage and and now you know reputation of the industry uh just a path of destruction really so i just it's it sucks you feel bad for everyone that's been affected directly and then everyone that's been in his orbit for so long that believed you know believed the bullshit and allowed and essentially by believing the bullshit then you know allowing this behavior to go on right. whether they knew about it or not which everyone that we've talked to didn't see this coming this predatory behavior didn't really rear its ugly head until people started speaking out so well just the feeling of <sighs> betrayal i am uh, i'm sure that that must have been that must have been extremely extremely difficult um so anyway uh the wrestling industry going through changes <laughs> changes yep. i'm sorry david bowie that i did that to your lyrics um <laughs> and at the end of the day this will be for good this will lead to a safer industry and a better industry yeah and i hope that i hope that if if there are people that have haven't been called out that have done some of these things that aren't 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 famous enough or aren't big enough or influential enough to to have a target on their back. I hope that they fucking rot in hell too. I hope they. I hope everything gets. I want it all to just be a safe industry. Have some fucking respect for people. Like how hard is that? How hard is it to just respect someone? Absolutely. I I agree. I agree. All right. So let's see here. Let's talk just briefly. Uh, no, I mean, I think that, that was, was a great conversation. For me, by thank the way. you. Thank you. <laughs> well, good, Katie. Thank and thank you for sharing it. I know that wasn't easy. I mean, that's that's it's 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 a brutal conversation. It's a hard conversation. It's a conversation as a nation we've been having for a little while now. And and again, I think if you look at what's going on across the board. Things are improving in industries and things are going to continue to get better. And this is just another step in that direction. And uh, women's wrestling isn't going anywhere. So we get used to women being around the locker room. And again, deal with many, 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 many great wrestlers out there who have been advocates for female wrestlers. You know, you look at someone like a Mick Foley, you look at, you know, you you name it. There are many people, Triple H, Michaels, they have been pushing uh, hard for women's wrestling. Yeah. And uh, so there's a lot of good advocates out there as well. So we can also focus on that as we weed out a bit of the negative uh, actors out there. I will say the last thing that I will say on this when I was when with the Twitter thing that that enraged me of the weekend was. People saying the haters that already didn't like Joey because of his gimmick, like oh right. the the dick flip guy oh is a sexual predator what that's like right. th- that was the one that would push me over the ledge where I was like 
first of all, the guy in the ring, like there's plenty of gimmicks that are questionable in the ring that aren't, that's a character. Yes. And it's, and it wasn't even his gimmick. It was gifted to him from a Japanese wrestler. It was somebody else's idea that he didn't come up with it. Like he just made money off of it. It's one of the more annoying sidesteps that people uh. will do. For example, if, uh, Let's just say, like someone like a Mario Batali, for example. Yes. They'll be like, Mario, well, I never liked his food anyway. It's like, I don't care. It doesn't you could mean also you have knew. liked his food. Or if you're a, a, a comedian, uh, you know, pick pick one, uh, you know, in, the, in this world uh, that has been, uh, you know, rightfully accused of something. And then they're just like, I never thought he was funny. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. That's not the point. That is not the point. I so. never liked Harvey Weinstein's movies anyway. Who cares? Yeah. It doesn't mean you, you knew. <laughs> like, no, it means nothing. And it's just a sidestep to the conversation at hand. And I totally, that's a great point. And I'm happy you brought that up. When it comes to the dick flip, super corny, super campy. Wrestling is full of super corny, super campy things. It's part of the entire charm. And quite honestly, the super corny kind of switching a little bit here to the ring, just, just so we can talk a little bit about pro wrestling. One of my favorite corny, campy things happening right now, and I think this is a story of love, is the Viking Prophets. Oh, God. The Street Prophets <laughs> and the Viking Raiders going against the ninjas is one of my favorite things ever. It's super corny, and I know some people, like I was reading some of the tweets on uh, some of the comments, which, again, never do, but they were like, I'm so sick of this corny stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'm in the, We're in the middle of a pandemic. We're in the I middle need, of a massive like, purge of perverts. Give me, give me the Viking, give me the Viking prophets. You know, I'm prophet raiders. Give me what? Just make, make the Viking raiders and the and the and the, uh, and the prophets. Just make them come together, and because I think it's adorable. And the ninja thing, you know what? Ninjas sure. are fun. So whatever, you know, it's whatever. I'll fi- I'll take fine. any corny ass campy shit right now. We can get our hands on. To be honest with yeah. you, I don't care. I haven't watched. I'm still. We're still on the. Uh, we're still in the. We need, can't watch wrestling right now. Because uh, there's too many. There's too many people in the orbit that we either know or have been affected by this that are all in the same boat. So we're still like. Right. It's still a little hard. I did like unfollow a fuck ton of wrestlers. <laughs> And a fuck ton of promotions, which I'm sure I'll refollow at some point, just because I was like, let the whole industry burn. Let it all burn. Like, burn it down. Yep. Let's start over. Fuck it all. So I'm still, well, like, going to try. I don't know if I'll watch Dynamite tonight. I feel like that one still hits a little too close to home since we were all very close with a lot of the guys at AEW and that are directly yep. affected by the Joey stuff. So I think we'll maybe take this week off and we'll and we'll. I yeah. think that that is. I think that's completely fine, <laughs> completely reasonable. Come back July first for Fighter Fest. Yeah. Hopefully, Mox will be wrestling, and we'll see what's going on as far as coronavirus. As if this week didn't need it did not need any more piling on of shit news. It is bad news. But apparently, COVID has sort of run uh, roughshod right now over the developmentals in WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know exactly what that's going to look like going forward. Um, obviously, they're filming out in Orlando for WWE. Florida is now kind of going through a whole large wave of the pandemic. And um, hopefully, we can get this thing you know, under wraps at yeah. some point and, and make sure that everyone is safe because that's the most important thing. 
And uh, just just lastly here to talk about uh, professional wrestlers, let's talk about a great professional wrestler, Mark Calloway. Have you been watching? Did you watch the last, the final episode of The Last Ride? In the midst of the blow up, I saw one tweet that that ended the series for me that I was like, oh, okay, is that is that how? Is that how this is going to go? Okay. And then went back to the ship. <laughs> well, when it comes to The Last Ride, if you have not watched that series, please watch it. WWE Network. It's really, really good. Uh, it alludes to Undertaker's career being potentially over. I'm not he buying have, it. <laughs> I'm not buying it as uh, either. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, at not Sam, my boy Sam. Uh, who I've known for many years from uh, from Red Eye and a series of other shows. He's a really nice guy. Um, he said that he's guaranteed, he's guaranteeing that Undertaker has another match. Um, I don't know if Undertaker needs another match. I think the Graveyard match with AJ is a perfect button on one of the, if not the greatest career in wrestling history. Yeah. The longevity, the locker room leadership, every single match he had mattered. He still will get a pop. He could roll out in a wheelchair. Yep. As soon as you hear the bells ring, mm-hmm. people will go crazy. They could literally bring him out in the casket, and he could truly be a corpse. It's really and people fun. would still watch him wrestle. So we'll see what happens with the Undertaker. But that leads us to this week's match from the past. The previously mentioned Undertaker versus the other previously mentioned person, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 25. One of the greatest matches in the history of wrestling. This match made Undertaker 17-0 at WrestleMania. If you have not seen this match, please do yourself a favor. Just check it out. This match alone is worth getting the network for. I know I promote it. I just like to get my weed vape and I sit there and I watch all of my old (laughs) favorite matches and I just love it. Uh, This is in the twilight of Shawn Michaels' career. And Michaels was an interesting wrestler in the sense that he was fine when he retired. Yeah. Obviously, he came back for the Saudi matches. Katie's husband, James, mentioned that, but those don't count. Um, no, no Michaels match without hair. If Shawn Michaels doesn't have hair, that's the, those matches don't count. That's That's just, that's a rule. All right. So WrestleMania 25 Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. If you want an example of a hot crowd, this crowd was crazy. I would have loved to be there. This is one of those. This is why I can't wait. I cannot wait. As soon as all this shit, as soon as we get this stuff worked out, as soon as we get our COVID vaccine, I can I the 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 amount of energy that these fans are gonna bring bring back to wrestling, I can't wait. And we can get back to the sport we love and get back to just, you know, just just fun. Yeah. As we as the whole point of this show is. Um, but of course we also deal with real life issues as well. Yeah, let's just Let's, I just need I just need a little little let's do some wholesome fun. Whole, wholesome fun. Well, I don't think you're gonna find wholesome fun in wrestling, but I know, it but will be fun. More wholesome than what we're <laughs> dealing with now. <laughs> you are like you are such you are really becoming a mother, you know, and that's great. And I love I'll that. I tell love you that. what. 
It was, uh, it was a learning. It was a learning weekend. Is what we, <laughs> we learned things about ourselves. We learned things about how we process uh, trauma. <laughs> oh my it goodness! Was great. All great. right, everyone. Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 25. It has boiled down to this: each man just throwing bombs. One goes down. One gets back up. WrestleMania 25. Check out that entire mania. It was awesome. Uh, and yes, we will keep you up to date on all things wrestling. Next week's episode, I'm doing a bit of a transition in my life, so I'm Ooh. quite uh, quite nervous about it, but it will be very good. I will be moving out to the Los Angeles area, so we will be slightly late next week in our episode, maybe even as far as like next weekend or something like that. But nonetheless, Katie and I will be in the same time zone. And we will. That's going to be crazy. It'll be interesting. Um, Yeah, I'm excited about that. So, um, all right, Katie, anything else? I've got nothing other than (laughs) respect, respect people and wear your mask. There you go. I love it. Okay, everyone, (laughs) hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.